0: welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my woman. I went to my 30th high school reunion this past weekend. Like, I don't even understand how it's been 30 years. I feel sometimes like I'm still 15. And I think I look like I'm like 30, I brag. But it I am 48. And it was 30. And I will be honest, when I first got the invitation, I was like, oh, hell no. Because what happened was my whole body started to quiver in like anxiety. Like I felt butterflies in my stomach and not the good kind. Instantly, like I was taken right back to a time when I felt like I couldn't go eat lunch at that table with those girls in school. And when I didn't make cheerleading and I felt like I couldn't show my face or show up to my friends who were cheerleaders anymore, it was like, all of this just came back to me flooded through my whole body. And I felt really small. I could feel my shoulders caving in and like becoming sad. And then I had a moment of like, no, right? No. This even came back to me. I said, no, I'm going to go. And I'm going to like brave it because I know who I am now. First of all, I'm 48 years old. And I am really amazing. I'm really awesome. I'm going to go. And then I got excited about going, even though like my closest friend from high school wasn't going and that's okay. But then I'm like, well, what do I wear? And I will admit that even up until the drive there, I wasn't sure what I was wearing. I kept trying on different outfits and it took me a little bit back to high school. But then I was like, wait a minute. It's not that like I'm trying to dress for them. I want to feel really awesome about myself. And the truth is, I feel awesome in all of these outfits. Like I want to wear all of these outfits. And there was a tiny voice, like there was one outfit I put on that my mom was like, no, right? My mom and my sister actually said, we veto that outfit. And I actually felt so powerful in it. It was like my most powerful, most wild, most true self. And I think that this is it. That inside of us is the wisdom to know who we really are. Inside of us is that like fully alive, fully radiant, fully wild self. And she is the key to your happiness. She's the key to your joy. She's the key to your success. She's the key to making money. She's the key to living your purpose. She's the key to starting a business. She's the key to all of it. But there are all of these voices that tell us, who do you think you are? I veto that. Oh no, you cannot do that. You cannot wear that. You cannot be that. You cannot say that. All of the voices that said, Oh, no, you can't sit at our lunch table or whatever your version of it is. And this is happening to women on such a global scale, no matter how freaking successful we are, no matter what we have endured, no matter how strong and courageous and powerful we are at any moment. The inner self from when we were 15, when we were 12, when we were eight, when we were four, whatever it is, can flood our body and make us want to play small. And then we end up listening to that, right? Have you ever really wanted something like maybe wearing, I wore this silky shirt that had cutouts and I was the only one who showed up to my high school reunion in that kind of a shirt and I loved it. I walked in like I owned the place and I felt amazing. And I will tell you the first woman who I saw, she's like, oh, my God, I follow everything that you do. And then we got into this like amazing conversation. And she said, how? Right. She is living a wonderful life. But she's living where we grew up with her partner and kids. And like, it's not that anything's wrong with it. It's wonderful. But she's like, I look at you and you live in all these places and you travel to all these places. And I look at so-and-so and she lives in New York. And so like, I'm like dying to do that. How? And I said, I'm going to tell you the secret. So I'm going to tell all of you the secret right now. So lean in. I went up to her ear and I whispered, Pussy. And she started cracking up. And here's the thing. Here's what I really meant by that. I have learned to listen to the wild, innate side of me. Not the girls gone wild, Daytona Beach, like, "Ah, I'm just going to do wet t-shirt contests. And like, all of that often is for other people, right? It's like we see college girls who do that, and they're probably looking for validation from others. Maybe not. Maybe they're like, they feel so awesome about themselves. But I'm not talking about that version. I'm talking about the feral version. I'm talking about the part of us that wants to say, fuck it to the rules, that wants to scream when we're angry instead of bottling it in, that wants to say, no, I do not want to have sex with you tonight, instead of saying, okay, and just opening our leg. The part of us that says, I am meant for something. I have a purpose. I have a dream. I want to go and write my songs. I want to go and do that art. I am meant to write that book. I have a voice. I want to go coach. I have a thing. That is the wild part of us. That part of us that is messy. Oh my goddess. If you could see my house, like I'm in a little cocoon in my podcast studio because Josh took a piece of our unfinished basement, cold, hard concrete floors, exposed pipes and beams and lights that aren't in light fixtures. They're just light bulbs. Like that is what I look at every day when I podcast for you. Except he put down a beautiful carpet. He put down a beautiful backdrop for me. He surrounded the whole thing in these white sound blankets. So I don't see any of the mess. But if I just peek outside of the mess of this little cocoon, it is a mess in my basement because Josh and I are a little bit of hoarders. Okay, We're not like on that TV show, but we're always like, well, maybe we'll want to wear that shirt from five years ago in 10 years. Everything comes back. Maybe we will have a second child. So we're saving all that stuff. Maybe we'll be into this candlestick in five years. So we do. We save that kind of stuff. And then at some point we're like, ah! And get rid of it all. Okay. Or if you looked in my living room, it's a mess. I have a toddler. I would love to say that on Instagram, everything looks so pretty. And I know so many coaches and women I love, and everything looks so pretty. Okay. It does not look pretty here, it's messy. And I am a happiness coach that's not going to tell you that your happiness is going to be found by just light and love. Because you know what? There have been 600 mass shootings. In the United States in the last several years, people are going into our schools and hurting six-year-olds. I'm not just going to say light and love. I'm going to say you're allowed to be fucking pissed. You're allowed to be mama bear protective. You're allowed to have your wild, fiery rage. In fact, the more you tap into that fire, to that mess, to that wild nature of yours, the more you let it all out, the happier you're going to be. Because the key to a woman's happiness isn't June Cleaver. This is not your mama's happiness anymore. The key to a woman's happiness is your freedom. The key to a woman's happiness is your freedom. And your freedom comes from unbinding, unleashing, from all of the shoulds, the expectations, the have tos, the supposed tos, the they won't like me if, I'm unlovable when, all of the thoughts that we all have myself included, To prepare for this podcast episode, I wanted to write out what some of my thoughts are just so you can hear. I'm just like you. I am no different than you. I am a few steps ahead, maybe on a particular path or on a particular journey of personal growth, of development, of living my purpose, of creating the kind of life and business and dreams that I have. But we're on the same journey. And there are other journeys that you're ahead of me on, right? You're two steps ahead of me. Maybe I'm parenting because I have a two-year-old and you have a 10-year-old or a 21-year-old. Amazing, I can learn from you. That's why I love doing everything in community. And if you're not part of the Purpose Girls Facebook group, join it because in the new year, everything is changing in that group. It is gonna be so much more active. We're gonna be doing a lot more lives. I'm gonna be doing a lot more teaching, a lot more interaction, a lot more opportunities for you to share your purpose, your dreams, your gifts, your pain, your fire, your everything. Make sure you join that. But I wrote down right before doing this podcast, the thoughts that were going through my mind. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to post. Why can't I just get it together? Is it too late? Like maybe it's too late to change things and I shouldn't be changing everything. And it's too late for me. I've already been doing this work for 10 or 12 years. Other new coaches, they get to start and it's fresh and it's easier for them. Should I hire this coach? Should I hire that one? Maybe that's the one that's finally going to get me to the place where I'm writing the books and I have the speaking engagements and I'm doing the things that I want to do. Who will help me finally make this easier? I'll never make it, forget it, it's too late. Okay, I just wanna share with you those thoughts that go through my head. Oh, and let me add one more that just came up as I'm saying this. They're all gonna think you're nuts. None of them are gonna wanna work with you ever. None of them are ever gonna come on retreat or hire you. They just don't like you, they probably turn the podcast off. So I'm no different than you. The thoughts in my head might be different than the thoughts in your head, but we all develop those thoughts when we're younger. You may have developed the thoughts when you weren't accepted at the lunch table that you wanted to sit at or the other little girls were mean to you. And so you started developing the thoughts, I'm not likable, or I have to be mean to other girls in order for more girls to like me, or I have to change who I am or I'm not pretty enough. Maybe there was a boy or a girl that you liked in high school and they didn't like you back romantically. And so you started thinking I'm too fat. I'm too ugly. I'm too tall. I'm too skinny. I'm too whatever. We develop the jail. And let me be clear. It is a jail that we are living in, in our own heads. It is a jail that keeps us from being happy. And that jail looks like a few things. One, it looks like the thoughts that are in our head, the thoughts that are on repeat and repeat and auto-repeat. Tell me if this resonates with you. I got a Facebook message from someone I knew when we were 12. That is the last time I've seen her, okay? And we knew each other from summer camp, and she messaged me and said, I've been watching what you've been doing for years. Like, I had no idea. I don't think she's ever responded to a post And she said, I want what those women have. I've been watching the women who go on retreats. I've been watching a client of yours and her transformation with you over the last year. And like, I want what she has. And she's a uber successful woman. This friend of mine from when we were 12 has a beautiful marriage. But as we started talking, it is the thoughts in her mind that keep her stuck from when she was younger, from a situation when she was so much younger, when she was in high school, a teenager. It's the thoughts that came from that situation. Understandably, me too. My thoughts stem from when my friends in fifth grade dumped me. I have thoughts of being neglected and ostracized from when I was in high school. And I went to try out for the cheerleading team. I went to try out for the varsity team after being captain and MVP of my freshman and sophomore year. And then when I tried out for junior year, I didn't make it. And I thought that my friends wouldn't like me anymore. And then I wasn't friends with them anymore. But I honestly think a lot of that comes from me. Like even when I was just at the reunion, that group of girls were like, remember when we were in cheerleading? I doubt they even remember that I wasn't on the squad varsity year. I remember it, they don't. So we get into a trap in our head because of the things that have happened to us in the past. And all of that is trauma. Maybe what happened to you is abuse. And I hear you on that, sister, and I'm wrapping my arms around you. I was abused by my first love when I was 17, and so I am wrapping my arms around you. And what happens when we're in any trauma, whether it is the other girls not liking you, or you feeling too fat, or something happened with a parent or a sibling, or something happened with a teacher saying you weren't talented enough to be an artist, or whatever it is, all of that becomes trauma that gets trapped in our body. And we learn that we are not good enough. And that then translates into us shutting off a piece of ourselves. And the piece it shuts off is our wild nature, our essence. Because I look at my two-year-old and he is 100% wild essence. He cries when he wants to cry this morning's first cry, because let's be honest, there were several. The first cry was because he had peed through his diaper and I took off his wet pants and he was screaming and crying that I took off his wet pants. I couldn't rationalize with that. I don't even know why it upset him so much. Who wants to sit in wet pee pants? But apparently he did. That's his wild nature. He was responding in the moment. Another cry came when he was playing with his trains and he didn't want to put on his shoes to go to school. Screaming. He was being very clear. I don't want to go to school. I have the hard and beautiful job of parenting him through that so that he knows that his emotions are valid, so that he knows that we will get through this together, so that he doesn't become a white man who holds back his emotions or who goes to guns and shooting people like I feel the responsibility of that and in, him ensuring that he knows his emotions are okay and we're still going to school. But we all have that feral part of us. We all have that ball and scream part of us. And we also all have our essence. <laughs> so that every time we get on the phone with my mom, I'm like, say hi to Bubby. In Yiddish, we call our grandmothers Bubby. Say hi to Bubby. No. Wanna call Bubby? No. Can you say hi to Bubby? No. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I do not want to do that. That's actually how he says that. I do not want to do that. (laughs) He's honest, right? It's like everyone says out of the mouths of babes because they say the craziest things. What they say are the most honest things. Now, listen, we're not gonna go through life and like just be mean to people. We're also not gonna go through life and be irresponsible and never go to work or school or the thing that we need to do. And... What has happened to most of us, and especially women, and I want to talk about this when we go back to kind of the reasons, ways that we're still in a jail and not free and therefore not our happiest, most successful selves. What happens is we get stuck and cover up pieces of ourselves. And I want to make sure that I don't cut off my son's innate essence, because his essence is also hilarious in a beautiful way, right? He likes to see how everything works. So he gets down on the floor to watch how the wheels of the dishwasher rack move in and out. He gets down on the floor to watch the Peloton wheel move as Josh is on the bike. Like He's so interested. That's his wild nature. A friend of mine saw him do that and she's like, what is he doing? (laughs) And I'm like, he likes to see how things work. So like, he likes to take our Dustbuster, right? Like little vacuum thing and dump all the stuff out. Now that's frustrating as heck for us. But what he's doing there is he likes to vacuum it all up and then he likes to watch it all leave because he's interested in that process. So I don't want to unwild him. A friend of mine has three kids all under six. And if you go to her house, the walls are covered in pencil and in marker. And I was like blown away by this. And she's like, well, what do I care Let them write everywhere. Then when they're teenagers, I'll just paint over it. Blew my mind open. Like, right. Why do we care if they take a pencil or a marker to a painted wall that for 1999 can easily be repainted? The key here, our happiness comes from our freedom. And so our opportunity as adult women who have had our freedoms taken away in so many ways. One are the ways that everybody's freedoms are taken away either purposefully or not purposefully by the things that people have told us that make us feel like we will be loved or not loved, right? Like the person who doesn't love us because we're too tall. So we feel like we've got to shrink, we've got to bend over, we have to you know, hunch down in order to be lovable. That is not allowing our full wild woman nature And if you stood up tall, you could find a man. I have a friend who's six foot tall and her husband, I think, is like five foot one and they freaking love each other. Passionate, wild sex. Why not? So one is in the thoughts that keep us in a jail and to become that happiest version of ourselves is to let it out and be wild. So one is like, what do we do with these like thoughts that keep us so contained? The second especially as women and really any marginalized community, are the ways that society tells us and keeps us small. Right now, there's a massive debate about our freedom to own our own bodies. And no matter how you feel about abortion, there is no question that there are some women who medically need an abortion because the miscarriage doesn't All the way go through and she could die. Do we want a woman to die? She doesn't have a right in some states, in the United States of America and in other places. She doesn't have a right to her own body and to keep herself from dying. And so there are many women who feel we don't have freedom of our own bodies. Look in Iran. Women don't have freedom to go to playgrounds. They don't have freedom to go in these other places. I have clients based on their religion who don't have freedom of what they wear, who don't have freedom of if or how they show their hair, who don't have freedom to pray in the way that they might want to pray or where they might want to pray. I have yet to see a culture that puts that kind of stipulation and box and jail on someone with a penis. Or like a friend of mine was told her whole life, well, if you dress like that, you're asking for it. No, you're not. Why do we need to adjust? We don't have freedom of what we wear because someone with a penis might not be able to keep it to themselves. That's their responsibility to keep their penis to themselves, not our responsibility to like coddle them. Let's give men a little bit more credit I'm not saying that some men have deserved that credit, but they've also been allowed to get away with it because they see, oh, all of the pressure is going to be put on the girls to change. All of the rules are gonna be put upon the girls to change. Let's talk about the beauty industry trying to tell you that your butt shouldn't have cellulite. Mine does. Find me someone whose butt doesn't have cellulite. I guarantee even the top models, their butt has cellulite, but it is airbrushed out in a magazine or a society saying that we shouldn't have hair. I have hair on my body. I do. If you see any pictures of me, you know I have black, thick hair. I do wax it out of my underarms. I shave my legs and I've lasered the tops of my thighs because it's so thick and so black and I didn't want it there. And I applaud if a woman wants hair. I'm like, yeah, baby. And I wonder if I hadn't been programmed in this way, that my body is not supposed to have hair, would I still be making this choice? Right. It's like freedom. A friend of mine stopped wearing makeup for a month because she realized that she was spending 15 minutes a day or 10 or 20, whatever it was, thinking about how she looks and her male counterparts at the office were not like, yeah, they would kind of maybe put a spritz in their hair and then they'd walk out. But like the amount of time that had to go into that for her, it was an experiment. She got not only 20 minutes back to herself in the morning that she could meditate, sit with coffee, watch the Today Show, journal, write brilliant copy, work on her purpose, whatever it is, but also the mind fuck around, I don't look good enough, ooh, there's that pimple, or there's their gray hair. Like, she got that back. Your happiness is found in your freedom. And there are a lot of jails that are put around women's freedom. I was even thinking about this the other day. Have you ever been scared to walk into a parking garage by yourself? Perhaps at night, or have you ever been scared to leave someone's house or apartment or in the middle of the city at night and you felt like you had to keep looking behind you? I asked Josh that and he said, "No, I've never I've never done that. I've never had that fear." Right. I have. So how am I supposed to be happy when I literally am walking over my shoulder and constantly looking that someone is going to rape me. To become our happiest self when there are all these ways that we have been conditioned to be jailed, when we've been told that we're not good enough, when we're told that we've got to make up and perfume and all these things in order to be acceptable and douche and whatever it is, like the, the, the bar to get to happiness is harder because we have all of this that jails us. Fill in this sentence. If you have a journal, grab a journal or just think this in your mind. If you're driving, fill in this sentence. I have to dot, dot, dot. What are all the things you think you have to do? Either legit you have to do it because you're out of milk and your kids need it for cereal tomorrow or you're out of diapers or you have to do something for work. And then fill in the next sentence. I should. I should wear a certain thing to my 30th high school reunion I should help my friend this weekend move even though I really need time to myself. I should buy all those Christmas gifts even though I really don't have the money. What are all your shoulds? What are all your have-tos? And what about this one? I'm supposed to be a woman who... Da, da, da. Who are you supposed to be? I'm supposed to be a mom who... I thought I was supposed to be a mom who breastfed. I was supposed to be a mom who made organic food on my own. Turns out I actually really liked making baby food on my own. Also turns out my baby didn't take my breast. So I struggled. I pumped exclusively for six months. I would pump milk into one bottle while Shay was on my lap and I'm feeding him another one. All of that because, yes... I did want to give him breast milk, and that was a choice. It was also a should and a supposed to. Think about all the ways that you feel you can't say no, all the ways and times you feel like you can't ask your partner for more or that you can't get help in unconventional ways. Like, the truth is, is that as women, we have these jails. Or if you have a dream, you listen to my podcast because you want to figure out what your purpose is. You want to go after your dreams. What is your jail? That's keeping you from being free to do it. Is it the jail that no one wants to hear what you have to say? Is it the jail of rejection? Is it the jail of failure? Is it the jail that you don't know what to do? You don't know how to do it? You don't know the first step? What is your jail? Because the key to your happiness and to your success is your freedom. And this podcast episode is your get out of jail free card. Congratulations, Mazeltov. Woohoo! Because the answer, my friend, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer, my friend, is that the wild nature within you will set you free. The wild woman that you are and that you were born to be will set you free. I have a client who is so kind and so loving and so compassionate and so sweet And all of that comes across in her work and with her friends. And there's a part of her that's badass fierce. She traveled by herself when she was young. She went ahead and got divorced. She's questioning her sexuality. She's like all these things. But she doesn't show those sides, right? Those are the quote unquote like scarier sides to show. Those are the things that actually gets her like juiced up and excited to talk about. She has badass ideas. She has like power. She's like er, forceful. Like, yeah. The wild part of her needs to be set free. I have another client who is so bound, understandably, by traumas that had happened to her sexually when she was a child. That everything was bound, right? When we hold any part of us back, we hold all of us back. We can't cut off a part of us and think we're gonna still reach our happiest self. It doesn't work that way. The writer Debbie Ford, may she rest in peace, she made this beautiful analogy to having like the most beautiful castle in the whole wide world. So if you're able to close your eyes, do so as I take you through this exercise. And if not, then just gently gaze ahead and imagine it. The most beautiful castle you could ever imagine. most beautiful doors, the most beautiful roof, the most beautiful moat, everything about the castle it's yours. And imagine that you're inside the castle and whoa, it's beautiful. The floors, the chandeliers, the marble, the colors, is everything your favorite. And there's a knock at the door and you open the door and someone comes in. You're like, hi, welcome to my castle. And you're so excited to welcome them in. And you take them down the hall and you open up the door and you say, look at this room. And it's all cotton candy because you love cotton candy it's cotton candy light fixture and cotton candy color and cotton candy pictures on the wall and everything cotton candy and the person's like cotton candy uh that's weird and you're like oh well i i i loved it and they're like okay that's really dumb are you infantile are you still five you go oh okay and you close that door and then you say but let me show you this room and you open up the room and it's a whole room all about basketball. And you're like, "Oh, look at the basketballs here and look at the basketballs there and look at everything is orange color and I've got life-size cutouts of LeBron James and all these are, and they're like, um, can you get a life? And room after room, the room that smells like rose or the room that smells like cookies or whatever it is, the room that's your favorite color, every kind of quote-unquote different aspect of you that maybe was unique, that's eclectic, that is different passions. If someone cut those off and told you that they were weird, they were different. Maybe it was your sexuality it was violated early or you started to question it earlier. You never allowed yourself to question it because that wasn't done where you grew up or your, your age or whatever it might be. And you cut that off. Well, we will never experience the happiness that we can have if we don't allow our fullness, our wholeness, that wild part of us. As I have let my wild out, I have experienced joy that is unimaginable. I have experienced the height of taking women up a Eiffel Tower to scream their dreams and desires as we ascended however high it is. When I first had an idea of, oh, I would love to like take women on retreats, it was like, who's going to pay you to take them on that? the jail, or the wild nature. I'm doing this. Come with me. When I allowed myself sexually to admit that I could love men, I could love women, that I am sexually fluid, even though I was married to Josh and I was able to just say that out loud and he and I were able to talk about some experiences that we could have, I was set free. I'm not saying that that was an easy conversation to have. I'm not saying that it didn't take months of us having this kind of connection and conversation that was difficult and challenging and loving and to find ways that felt good within the sanctity of our marriage. But we have found ways where we could play, that are safe, freedom, happiness. When I finally admitted to Josh that I don't like living in Philadelphia. And I was angry that I moved away from New York to be with him. I was angry about leaving New York. I was sad. I have grief about it. I want to be there. We found a way to rent an apartment there that we would Airbnb out a lot of the time. But I felt free. I felt happy. Because anytime you block a part of yourself, you're blocking your whole self. You're blocking your whole joy. And every time I have said yes to some wild, feral, messy part of myself, the rejected parts, the parts I rejected, and I let them out, I let my freak flag fly, I soar. My business soars. My purpose soars. I make a greater impact. And that is the opportunity for you. That is what I want for you. Our freedom is the key. To our happiness. And the way you know that something is for you is that when you first hear about it, you'll be like, yeah, 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 I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Ah! When I told my high school friend, pussy, it's because you feel that in your pussy. You feel it like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that sounds so fun. Right? Maybe you hear about a retreat I'm doing. Maybe you hear about a course. Maybe you hear about a job opportunity. Maybe you hear, and you're like, ah, maybe a friend of yours is going to go travel on a mystery trip. You're like, ah. When I say pussy, it's your wild nature. Your true essence is speaking loudly. Now, if you're anything like me and every other human I know, immediately the brain kicks in, the mind, the jailed mind. Remember, this is a jailed mind because of everything I've just told you. Who's like, we can't do that. We can't afford that. Who do you think you are? You can't take a few days away from work. You can't take a few days away from your kids. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. And then you lose your excitement. And then you turn yourself down. And then you actually end up feeling more stuck than you did before. You feel worse. You feel more depressed. Wah, wah. Now, I'm not saying that you can afford everything. I can't afford everything yet. But there's a way of making a decision that is in your wild power versus letting the jail make your decision for you. Your wild power might be like, ooh, I want that so bad. And I'm going to put that on my vision board. And then I'm going to save $50 a week. And then I'm going to feel into what might be something I could put in the universe that would make the money for me to be able to do that. And every day I'm going to envision myself for two minutes a day, just two minutes a day, envision myself in Paris, going up the Eiffel Tower, screaming with Karen, or I'm going to envision myself at that retreat in Puerto Rico and going wild under the waterfalls and singing and howling at the moon and ah, letting my anger out and letting my, you get to like feel it, whatever that thing is for you that you so badly want. That's an empowered decision. I'm working toward that. I'm going to do that. Here's the thing. Only you will know if that is an excuse. I'll do it one day. I'll do it one day. How many times have you said, yeah, 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 I'll do it one day? That's not empowered. That's the jail. Empowered is that is meant for me. I'm going to do it. And I'm taking action energetically and physically to ensure that I manifest that. There is a difference. And the more you let yourself have the empowered you, the happier you're going to be. Now, I will tell you, I do have a retreat in Puerto Rico coming up. I do want you to come. It is half sold out already just from Black Friday. I put it out, four out of eight spots, boom, gone. It is four days and three nights in the wild of Puerto Rico, right near the rainforest, where we are going to rewild every single one of us, all the pieces and parts that other people want to be in a jail, all the pieces and parts that say we should be this way. I'm supposed to be that way. They're going to check themselves at the door and I'm going to work with you all weekend. And we, as a group of women are going to work all weekend. And by work, I mean, we're going to play all weekend and bringing out that feral, wild truth. And this is like my most favorite fun thing to do I just held this retreat at my house. It was my goddess on fire mastermind. Those are women who are starting their businesses, their purpose-based businesses. And one woman is in it and she's like very afraid to speak her truth, to speak her voice, to be her like wild, funky, different nature. Like she lives in a more conservative area and she's like nose ringing, like funky and all that. And so I'm like, sister, can we do an exercise with you? So she stood up and I asked the other sisters there to surround her, the other women to surround her and to say to one of the women, I have something to say. And the other woman said back to her, say it, sister. And then she shared. And then she turned to the next one. I have something to say. The next woman said, say it, sister. And I had her go around and around until she was like basically screaming, I have this to say. And I won't tell you what she said because obviously that's confidential, but like she was like so alive and so big and having so much fun. And it was like, she was going so extraordinary. Another woman at my recent Miami retreat, she was saying how she always was in the background, her amazing kids, amazing partner, amazing this, like she always was in the background, in the background. So she was afraid to come out. She wanted to be big. She wanted to be bold, but like she was stuck behind it. So I asked her to stand up and to spread her arms all the way out and take up space. Then I asked her, and what would be even bigger than this? Can you take up more space? And I asked her what her favorite songs were, and we started playing them. The next thing you know, she is not only dancing all over our retreat space, she's standing up on couches, she's belting it out, pretending she's got the microphone in her hand. She went wild. That's her true nature. This is what I want to do with you in Puerto Rico. Another retreat of mine took women on a vision quest where we ended up at like this mountain, kind of overlooking, it was probably like a hill, but you know, And it was like, who do you need to say fuck you to? I knew she was hanging on to stuff. So at the top of the mountain, she was like, well, fuck you to this. And I was like, say it. Fuck you. And I was like, louder. Fuck you. And she's like, I can't. I can't get my scream out. So I did these exercises with her where by the end, she's going, fuck you and getting it off her chest. And then we don't just leave her at the fuck you. It's like, and now tell me how powerful you are. And she's like, I'm powerful because of this. And I'm powerful because of that. And I'm powerful because of this. And it's owning it. client of mine was telling me that she's not strong enough to do her dream. And I was like, that's bullshit. I'm not accepting that. I want a daily report of what makes you strong. Boom, she's on day five. Day one, what made her strong, raising her kids, the the specific situation she has had to go through in order to do that. Day two, being strong, this, that, the other. I mean, I'm not going to share her private notes, but like, wow, by day four, she's like, holy shit, I'm so strong. Another one of my clients was telling me she wasn't courageous enough to follow her dream of going back to school. I'm like, bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. I want you to tell me right now how you've been courageous in your life. Give me 10 reasons. She listed the reasons, the things that she has survived, the ways that she has taken care of her family when all seem to be totally in the shitter. Courage, courage, courage. It's that wild part of us, that claiming, that allowing, that being. And I get it, it's scary. You think this is not scary as fuck every week for me to get on this microphone? You're not in front of me, I can't see your reaction. I don't know how you feel about this. You might be like turning this off. But if so, then you're not my person. And this is like so much work I've had to do with myself to rewild myself and to really own, I am a wise, wild woman. And I firmly believe that every woman is a wise, wild woman. But our wild has been jailed. Our wild has been jailed. But the only way to be happy is to be free. If this resonates for you and you've been looking at doing work with me, come on the Puerto Rico retreat. A woman was going to start one-on-one with me and she's like, I'm scared to do like that much. Can I start somewhere? I'm like, come on the Puerto Rico retreat. Yes, we will start the morning in beautiful meditation and yoga and then we're going to go feral and wild. We're going to end up in the waterfalls and the rainforest of Puerto Rico where you're screaming your desires. You're letting it out. I'm holding you in a safe place and I know that that's scary as fuck too because we hold on to the jail because that jail kept us safe. And I get it because when I go big I then want to run back into my bed that I hid in when I was an eight-year-old to be safe. So I get it. And when I stay in that jail, when I stay in that bed and I hold myself back, I'm not happy and I'm not successful and I'm not in my power and I'm not impacting people and I'm not making a difference. I'm not alive. I'm not radiant. I'm not vibrant. I'm not wildly unabashedly joyful. And what the fuck are we on this planet for if not to be that? So I want to read from you from the Puerto Rico website inside of you is a wise, wild woman. She is tired of playing small for others of following the rules She is your core essence, your truth, real, who you were always meant to be. And she's yearning to come out, to be set free, to go big, to fly. And I want to help you do just that, to unleash and reclaim your essence, the most luscious, vibrant space imaginable Puerto Rico. You've been taught to be a good girl, to be seen and not heard, to feel ashamed for your messy, wild nature. You've been told you're too emotional, too sensitive, too much and not enough at the same time. You've been told to hate your body, your wild woman body. So you hold back from your biggest dreams and deepest desires because people would think you were way too much if they knew. You say yes to everyone else, which means saying no to your needs. But with the world in upheaval, you can no longer hide, no longer accept crumbs. After two years of lockdown, overworking, feeling stuck and lost, it's time to unleash, sister. Inside of you is the wild woman, unbound, untamed, unleashed, alive, radiant, real, true, your true essence. And she is the key to your happiness. And so I want to invite you, to come to Puerto Rico with me. Go to the show notes. It is half sold out. By the end of today, I know another spot's going to be taken. So there will only be a few spots left. Transportation is not included, but once you get there, everything is included. It's like an all-inclusive vacation. Come, but it's a vacation that isn't just beautiful for a few days. It's a vacation that will transform your life for the better forever because you will finally have that taste of freedom, of happiness, of joy, of aliveness, of vibrancy, of radiance. And it will be my honor. And even if you don't come on the retreat, take all of the things I said to do in this podcast. Write down your shoulds, your have-tos, your supposed-tos. Take a good look at them. Be honest with yourself. Ask yourself, is this true? What else is true? And flip them. Get honest about your deepest desires and the parts of you that you have cut off and let yourself start playing with them. Let yourself, even in small ways, start to set them free. Make a list of the things that are true that you want to choose in life. And let yourself follow those. This is how we live our happiest life. This is how we live our most successful life. This is how we live our most vibrant life. With that, my love, thank you for listening. You are a wild woman. And this is all about reclaiming woman. So share this podcast with every woman you know who's ready to unleash, who's ready to let go, who needs to be set free, who yearns for that deep joy and that happiness and that aliveness. Share it with her because that's how we change the world, one woman at a time. Of course, find me on all the socials. On Instagram, it's Karen Rockhind, Facebook, join the Purpose Girls Facebook group. Soon we're gonna change the name here. All that's coming in the new year. So many good things, so many opportunities, free and other paid ways to go deeper with me, all coming and I cannot wait. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.